Hello, and welcome to the challenge. By listening to this, you are agreeing to the terms of this challenge. Do you accept? If so, let's go. On today's episode, we're going to dive into a topic that just makes you honestly be a good human. For me, this topic hits home a little a little bit closer than others. I call it subgroup racism. Others may call it colorism. So growing up in a small town, especially here in the South, I was born into a into a family um, of interracial marriage. My my father is black. My mom is white. Um, I have a a sister that is also biracial, um, like me. And growing up in this small town, it taught me a few things. It taught me that last names are important. It taught me that um, it's who you know and what you know. Um, and it taught me that sometimes um, you must play the game. And to be honest, that's you know that's counterintuitive to the way that I was raised. I was raised that you work for what you want. If you um, if if you want it bad enough, you're gonna work your tail off for it. You earn it. Um, nothing is given to you. If something's given to you, um, it, it's got to be because you worked your tail off for it. And so, um, as I as I look back on my my years growing up from you know elementary school to middle school to high school I just did a lot of self-reflecting and the two things that really just hit home the most are and this is something that is is so much deeper than just what I'm talking about For me personally it was um if I would try to hang out with with um black kids it was man you're too white you can't hang out with us which was weird. And then even if I were to hang out with, you know, white kids and now let me just go ahead and say, this isn't always. Um, but sometimes hanging out with, with white kids, it was like, you're too black. I can't hang out with you. I'm trying to have a, um, relationship, especially in high school was dreadful. Um, I didn't really date in high school mainly because I was just so driven to get out. I wanted to go far away from my small town. I wanted to experience new things. I just wanted to experience new people and maybe try to find a place where it was more open-minded than what I was used to. And so, you know, dating, I experienced the same thing. Um, It was, you know, oh, I can't date you because you're black. Like that, you know, or I can't date you because you're, uh, you know, you're white. And it was just I wasn't black, I wasn't white, I was in the middle, and so just kind of being mistreated solely because of the color of my skin. Now, here is where it gets even crazier, and this is this is kind of one of the perks of being so detached from both groups because you're kind of an outsider in both groups. You start to notice colorism amongst those groups, and and this is where the subgroup comes in, you know? Um, oh, I can't hang out with you because, uh, and I've, and I've witnessed this one in the, in the, you know, black community. Oh, you're lighter than me. I can't hang out with you or you're darker than me. And, you know, and so lightness and darkness all of a sudden become this issue of, um, you know, and like, why, why does it even matter? Um, white people do it too. You know, the, the white community will do it in a heartbeat and, and it might be, you know, oh, you're more fair than I am or. Or, oh, you're kind of dark. Um, 
And, you know, little things like that, you don't even realize it, but they start to play a little bit of a role. Now, I just want to go and say I'm not trying to, like, stir the pot or just, you know, fuel anything. This is completely from my observations on being um, detached from both groups because I was too black or too white. Um, so it kind of gives me the perfect platform to watch and see how everything unfolds from, you know, both sides. And so present day, I still see this. Um, I see it in the classroom. I'm a, I'm a teacher and, you know, I might have a, a young black kid in my classroom and I'll say something and they look at me and they go, but you're not black. Um, and it's almost like they don't realize, you know, it doesn't matter how many times I tell them that I'm biracial you know that I'm black and white they just they can't see past the fact that I don't look black or you know talking to the to the younger white kids in my class and saying hey you know yeah I, I see what you're talking about I see it from both sides and they go but you're not white once again they can't see past the fact that I don't look like them but plain and simple the you know and actually I want to refer you to something uh, this is an episode that um, a show that my wife told me about. Um, I'd heard of the show, but she mentioned this particular episode to me. It's, um, if any of you are familiar with this show, I believe it's on ABC called Blackish. Um, it's season five, episode 10, and it has to do with colorism, all right? What I call subgroup racism. So if you want to see a little bit more of what I'm talking about, please go and watch this this episode of Blackish. Um, but the whole point of this episode and the whole point of this podcast is I want to challenge you to just be a better human. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, purple, yellow, red, it doesn't matter. If you stripe, if you just scratch away the fact that um, of, of race, you, you take all of that away. At the end of the day, the common denominator between me and you is that we're human. I, st I tell this to my students all the time when they say, oh, that's racist. Racism only exists if you allow it to exist. It's a social construct. A social construct is something that doesn't, uh, you know, it's not, um, it's not, a, it's not in the nature, okay? Uh, and when I say that, I'm talking about things like time. Time isn't you know, it's not like a squirrel wakes up and says, oh, it's four o'clock in the morning. I might need to go find, you know, food. No. OK, it's not like the the rooster knows, oh, I have to crow at 630. Oh, my watch says it's no time was created by us humans to kind of maintain order in our everyday lives. Um, another social construct that we follow is um, that of racism. Um, is something that if you, as long as you provide it the air that it needs to breathe, it's going to be around. Because I promise you, at the end of the day, there's not going to be a lion that looks at another lion and says, "Hey, your, you know, your fur is a little bit darker than mine. I can't hunt with you." They don't care. Okay, I, you know, a great white shark isn't going to look at another great white and go, "You know what? You're just a little bit darker or lighter than me. I can't." You know, I can't be a part of your group. Like, it doesn't work that way in, in nature. You know, it's just, it's so mind-boggling that we're still so caught up on this idea of, I'm better than you. 
because I'm white or I'm better than you because I'm black or I'm better than you because of this. That is the biggest crock of bull crap ever. You scratch all that away. Scratch away the fact that um, I'm a biracial male and I'm kind of on the lighter side of um, the quote unquote mixed people. Um, you scratch away the fact that, you know, this young lady over here is a part of the African-American race, but she's classified as a red bone because she's a little bit lighter than everyone else. You scratch all that away. At the end of the day, we're all human. That is the number one thing that we have in common. It's not about hair color. It's not about eye color. It's definitely not about skin color. We are all a part of the human race. So here's the challenge that I hope you accept. As you go through your day, I want you to truly not worry about any kind of preconceived notion. I don't want you to worry about any um, stereotypes that you might have heard or, or have been told. I don't want you to worry about those. I simply want you to follow the golden rule. Treat them the way that you want to be treated. Let me just get a little theological on you. Love them like Christ loved the church. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter what they smell like. It doesn't matter what you've been told about them. It just simply matters that you treat them the way that you want to be treated. There's your challenge. Challenge number one, treat others the way that you want to be treated. And I promise you're going to realize that some people that you might have ruled out earlier are really genuine people. Okay, so there's your challenge. Treat people the way you want to be treated. If you want to reach out to me, I'll share all that in the description. If you accept this challenge, challenge someone else. Challenge them to treat someone the way that they would want to be treated. Keep the challenge going and let's see if we can change the world one day at a time. Have a great day.